Today we are talking about meal prep. Now, I'm a big fan of meal prep because when it comes to healthy eating, the one strategy that always works is planning ahead. I do meal prep a little differently than the traditional way. Rather than preparing meals for the week, I prep ingredients twice a week. It saves me a ton of time in the kitchen and gives me a lot of variety with my meals for the week. So today, I'm sharing the tips I've learned for preparing healthy ingredients so I eat how I want to to fuel my body, but it also doesn't get boring and hard to stick to the healthy eating plan. After we prep, all it takes is a little creativity to combine the ingredients together with items you have in your fridge and in your pantry. I spend one to two hours prepping food twice a week, and then I can whip up a delish healthy meal in about 10 minutes at any time. So you're eating healthy and saving time, and I am fully here for both of those things. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Today, we are talking about meal prep, one of my favorite things to do and favorite things to talk about, but we're talking about meal prep in a different way than the traditional way. So I think of the traditional way of meal prep as preparing a set meal, so you'll do like a, maybe you'll do a spaghetti squash with chicken dish, right? So that's your dish and you're going to create five different um, Tupperware containers of your spaghetti squash with chicken that you're going to eat throughout the week. For me, that's like eating five-day-old leftovers from a restaurant. I'm not excited about it. Like maybe the first meal I'd be excited, maybe the second I could hang on. But after that, It doesn't feel fresh enough. It doesn't feel different and exciting. And I just don't want to feel like I'm just eating leftovers all the time from like a set meal. So the way I like to food prep is I prep all my ingredients and then I mix them together so I can get creative with it. So I'm never eating the same exact meal unless I'm on one of those kicks where I'm just loving one specific healthy meal. And it's all pretty similar. It's just putting the ingredients together in a different way. But it still saves you a ton of time and all the benefits of traditional food prep. So the benefits of traditional food prep is you spend you know hours on a Sunday or whatever day you do it, you pack up all, all your meals, and then when you're hungry, you grab your meal. That's why it works. And I think that that's one of the best strategies for maintaining um, healthy eating, a healthy eating lifestyle. The way I do it is I spend a little bit less time because I'm not creating full meals. I'm just prepping all the ingredients so I can make any meal in about 10 minutes. Unless I'm getting super fancy with it, we're talking 10 minutes to create a meal because I've prepped everything. So I will do uh, one or two hours on usually a Sunday and then again on a Wednesday or whenever my kind of my stock runs a little bit low. And I will do, it's probably closer to two hours, but it just depends. It depends on on what I'm doing exactly. So I will wash everything, I will chop everything, and I will prep everything. So I am doing always lots of veggies 
and some fruits, depending on what fruits can last, you know, through a prep period, usually fruits are pretty easy to do at the moment, but I'm always doing lots of veggies and proteins because those are the things that I want to have on hand when I'm hungry. I really believe in eating when you're hungry and, and not feeling like, um, eating when you're hungry is a bad thing. I think we should listen to our body and fuel your body and not be afraid to eat lots of food, but good food, food that makes you feel good. And what I've learned through my journey, meeting with Dr. Lekos and his nutritionalist, Betsy, and just my own journey of trying different foods is you really have to figure out what makes you feel good, what makes you have energy, what foods you should stick to, what foods you should avoid, because I think that's really key. And in this podcast and sort of in life in general, I I wanted this podcast to be something that is very practical. So we're not getting into this is how you make your every salad dressing from scratch and hummus from scratch. And I think that there's a moment for that. But I wanted to make this super practical and super user-friendly and for people who eat in all different ways. I eat gluten-free all the time, but then um, I try to, you know, not have a ton of dairy or things like that, but I eat proteins and I eat meats. I eat mostly chicken. I love some fish. So I wanted to make this very user-friendly. So this is not like a healthy eating vegan prep to where it's so specific and so limiting. But if you eat vegan or vegetarian or any different ways, I think you can take all these strategies and just modify it, of course, based on what you do and don't eat. So the key is, is prep the things that usually will take you the most time ahead of time and either chop them or cook them based on what it is, and then have them already in the fridge. So we're going to talk about ideas of what um, you should prep ahead of time, the different ways to prep it, and how to store it, and then how to put it all together. That's what we're going to get into. And as you're listening, think about what you would want to hear in this kind of food meal prep 2.0 podcast, like the next podcast what would you want to hear as we dive deeper into this? Because I think this is one of those lifestyle things that has transformed how I function in many different ways. Just because I used to, even though I, I always have been like good about thinking about the next two meals, that's kind of my thing. Always be thinking about the next two meals in general and you won't be left starving and eating something you don't want to eat. But I would say, okay, I got to figure out where I can run and grab a salad or this or that. And a lot of times I want to eat, um, I want to know exactly what is in the ingredients that I'm eating. And I don't want to spend the money eating out that much. I don't want to take the time to be picking things up. And I want to try to eat more organic and natural if I can. In most restaurants, when you pick up um, that's the, the, the options there are a little bit limited, but mostly it's time and money. I want to save time and money by making my own food and eating at home and knowing what I'm eating. So this is what I do. I either go to the grocery store or I will do a delivery of groceries. I love, if you are in Southern California, I do a farm fresh to you delivery. So you go online and you pick all the things you take out, what you don't want and you add what you want. So that delivers on Saturday mornings. So I have a whole bunch of fresh fruits and veggies that deliver then, and then I'll either stop by the store or do a food delivery midway through the week to sort of replenish. That way, I'm not doing this chasing thing where I'm going to the grocery store every day or, or doing a delivery every day. 
um, to where I'm kind of, I'm doing it in a more organized way. And I'm telling you, it is so freeing to just sort of have a plan. Now, I'm not the type of person who is like, okay, um, every Saturday morning I must do laundry. I must, then I, then the next two hours I must prep food. Like I like my life to be a little bit more fluid than that, but in general, Saturday or Sunday, I do a good two hour prep. And then one other time throughout the week, I'll do a good two hour prep and I'm good. I have fully stocked stuff for me and the whole family to throw together quick meals that everyone likes. And like I said, it's not like the same meal over and over reheated. So let's talk veggies. I love washing and chopping and prepping veggies. So I will roast veggies, I will saute veggies, and I will steam them. If you're roasting veggies, it's important to mix a bunch of veggies that are similar so their cook time is the same. So I'll do broccoli with some zucchini and some Brussels sprouts, even though Brussels sprouts are kind of harder. I will... um, toss them either in a bowl or just on their pan with some avocado oil and some sea salt. You can add some seasoning to it too. And I will roast them in the oven for 25 minutes uh, at 425 degrees. Or if I'm doing veggies that are a little bit harder, like carrots and butternut squash, I'll chop, wash those, chop those, and mix them all together. Or you could do them separately. And then I'll do those at 425 for about 45 minutes. So I'll, I mix a whole bunch of stuff together. You can totally keep it separate, but just make sure if you are mixing it together that you pick veggies that need a similar cook time. So they all sort of, you know, cook and crisp up the same way and the right way. Now, remember, I don't know why it took me so many years to actually learn this, but if you haven't heard me say it before, you want to cook with avocado oil. So remember, anytime you're adding heat to your oil, it needs to be avocado oil. And anytime you're using it without heat, use olive oil because there are so many great nutrients in olive oil, but it's not good when it heats up. So avocado oil, when you are adding heat to it and use olive oil for things like drizzling on a salad when you're not adding heat to it. I used to cook everything with olive oil until um, Dr. Lecos told me about this. And I was like, oh my gosh, where have I been? So those are the ways. Then if I steam veggies, I have a steamer. And if I steam veggies, I usually do them separately. So I'll steam carrots. That's a big favorite with my kids and probably the easiest veggie to get them to eat. I don't do them super soft, especially if I'm going to reheat them to serve them, but I'll do it nice. So it's just a nice kind of soft carrot, but not too soft. And then I'll just warm them up before um, before I serve them. And I warm them up usually on the stove, stove top. I try not to put everything in the microwave, but either way. Um, and then I always do a big batch of steamed broccoli. For me, that's the easiest. Broccoli is such kind of like a roughage that it can be difficult. So I love to steam broccoli so that it's softer and easier to eat. And with that, I just do it plain. I just pop it in my steamer, a whole bunch of it. I chop it up first so it's kind of nice little trees um, and easier to eat. And then I'll saute up things like peppers or onions. I love onions, like caramelized onions, which when I'm doing caramelized onions on the stovetop, I will saute them on low you know, I kind of do low medium because I want them to get a little bit like, I don't want it to be like super soft and soggy. 
So I get them nice and crisp, but I keep it going for a full half hour because I want them to be cooked all the way through. And I want them to have that cool, like caramelized taste to it to, to put on top. I put it on top if we're doing grass fed protein burgers, I'll do like a lettuce wrap burger. And I just put the caramelized onions on top that I've prepped and it's so good. And that's one of those things that it's simple to do, but it takes, you know, quite a while. If you're going to wash the onions, chop the onions, and then saute them, um, you know, that whole process is probably 45 minutes for me. So doing it ahead of time is so super key. Um, peppers or sort of like a stir fry kind of thing. I like to do, um, on the stovetop too. So I'm doing everything. Like when I'm doing my two hours, I kind of get all my things going. I do my, I do the roasting in the oven. I do the steaming in the steamer, and then I'll have something going on the, on the um, stovetop as well. For me, it kind of just depends what I'm in the mood for, what I happen to have, what's in season, and I just get it all prepped. Now, I, I will leave some raw sometimes for flexibility or if I want to make something on the fly. But for the most part, most of what I have, I'm washing, chopping, prepping so that I actually use it. I also am really big on trying not to waste food. And as I was learning how to do this whole meal prep thing, I feel like I wasted quite a bit of food just because it's just so easy for it to go bad if it's not ready. So often if I'm doing homework and managing the end of my workday and different things, I just don't have enough time to do a full hour and a half meal from scratch. So a lot of times things would go bad just because I would think I would have time and you know things could go sideways in the week and I wouldn't have time and then I was wasting food. But this way, I really find that if I prep it, I put it in the glass containers, I put it in the fridge where myself and anyone can see it, it's just a lot less likely to go bad and to go uneaten because when you're hungry, that's like the best part about this thing. A lot of times when we're hungry, like sometimes we're craving a pantry item or we're, we're craving something sweet and we'll get into sweets. But for the most part, a lot of times I'm just hungry. I'm not necessarily craving something, you know, less healthy. I just grab it because it's fast and it's just fast and easy. So this way we're putting lots of other things in your fridge that are fast and easy. I always do a protein like a chicken. So I will bake chicken in the oven. I'll just do it simple with avocado oil on top and cracked black pepper and sea salt or add in some interesting kind of flavorings on top and just bake the chicken in the oven. I love using the slow cooker. The slow cooker is really the only way that I'll do like more of a traditional meal. So I'll do um, organic chicken. I always chop it kind of into slices just so it's not this massive chicken. You can do the massive chicken if you're going to do like a pulled chicken. Um, But for this, I usually will do, first of all, I wipe the whole thing with avocado oil. Then I'll put my strips of organic chicken in. Then I'll put a whole bunch of chopped veggies. I'll do zucchini. I'll do every color of pepper, onions, whatever I have. And then I'll just put my delicious organic marinara sauce on top. And the key is do it on low. So do it on eight hours on low and let it all simmer and check it. Because if you don't have that much in it, and especially if it's pretty light, if there's nothing really dense in it, it might be done in a lot less time. But different things like that are so great to have on hand and it feels like meal-ish. Sometimes then I'll toss some zucchini noodles in a skillet and add zucchinis noodles to it just so it's like a little bit beefier. 
but what I make in my slow cooker will easily last a good like three days feeling fresh. So that's really the only thing that I do that's like meal-ish, but it's just so good. Or I'll do healthy soups in there. Really similar. Everything that everything that I food prep is really pretty similar. Doing um, a healthy broth, lots of veggies, some sort of protein. I'll do a big old amount because it's so it's so lean. And especially if you're not putting any starchy vegetables in, which you which you totally can, which is great. Um, sweet potatoes or butternut squash or things like that. But I make a lot of it because it's not the most filling thing just because it is so chicken and veggies or protein and veggies that I make a lot of it and I eat a nice big old warm bowl of it and it is delicious. So I steam my veggies. I do get my slow cooker going. Now I don't do all of these every time. I'm just kind of giving you all the ideas. I always get a nice big pot of water going to hard boil eggs. I wait till my water is super, super boiling. I put in my eggs for six and a half, seven minutes. And then right away, I transfer them out into a bowl of ice cold water so that they can sit and cool down. I like kind of a not so super hard boiled egg. So you might want to go a little bit more like six and a half to me is perfect for like a little bit soft in the middle. So you might want to go seven or seven and a half minutes, put it in an ice cold bottle, uh, ice cold um, bowl of water and then let it cool. Then I peel the outside off right away before I store them just because it's easier. I'm all about taking the time when I have the time so that the food is grab and go in the fridge. You can do a starch if you do rice, white rice or brown rice or anything like that. You can food prep a starch. I don't really love starches myself. I usually will do starches more in the form of veggies or like an almond flour bread or, you know, in my treats in like an almond flour, peanut butter, protein kind of cookie. Um, But I don't do traditional starches as far as noodles or rice. It's just not, I don't know. I just, it's just not delicious for me. Not, not for many other reasons. I do for my body when I eat more grain free, I just sort of feel better. But I make a lot of that stuff for my kids. I'll do brown rice pasta or I'll do an organic jasmine rice and you can prep that ahead of time and it keeps really well. If you want to go to the next level on this, sometimes I will make my own hummus or my own almond butter. If you have a really good blender or a Vitamix, making your own almond butter is so much easier than you think. I take four cups of organic almonds And I roast them in the oven for 10 minutes. Then I let them cool. And then I just blend them on high for one minute in my Vitamix. And it makes the most creamy, fresh, delicious almond butter ever. Then I store that. So then later in the week, I will slice a banana in half. And I'll put almond butter, my fresh almond butter on both sides. And then you could put anything on this. For a treat, you could put some... I like the HU Kitchen dark chocolate baking chips. I'll chop those up and put them on top. Or you could do some sliced almonds with cranberries and some chia seeds on top. There are really so many options. Another thing I like to bake is sweet potatoes. And then I'll bake them and then I cut them like toast. I let them cool and then I will put them in a glass container with a paper towel on the bottom. Now when you do this... I put a paper towel on the bottom with veggies that I feel like needs it, but make sure you're using a paper towel that's totally natural, that doesn't have dyes or coloring or anything in it. 
Um, that's not as important to me if we're just using it in the kitchen, but when you're using it with food and to store food, I think it's really important. So I will bake those sweet potatoes and then I'll have sweet potato sort of toast ready. And then you can warm them up or you can actually just put them in the toaster and it'll kind of crisp them up. Then I will top them with some smashed avocados, some cracked pepper and some microgreens. And it is like the most delicious snack. You can get online too and get really creative with sweet potato toast and all the different things that you can put on top of it. I mentioned quickly, but I wanted to mention again, I love glass containers for food prep. When I had my initial testing done with Dr. Lekos, I was shocked that I had plastics in my body. And this could come from storing your food in plastics or from drinking out of plastic water bottles. Those are the two main ones. And my husband had less, which really irritated me because I am so much more health conscious about all this stuff than he is. But I switched over to glass containers for most of our food storage. And I think that that, um, I think that that's always a good move when you can. I didn't eliminate all of our plastic, but most of the things that I'm food prepping that food is going to sit in for a while, I'll put them in the glass containers. So then when you have all these great fruits and all the, I mean, more veggies than fruits, but fruits and veggies and proteins prepped, then when it's time to eat, you can kind of just combine them. Another thing I love doing is I will make turkey burgers, but I make my own turkey veggie burgers. So I will chop a whole bunch of veggies, super tiny. So I'm talking about onions, peppers, even zucchini, cut it all tiny, saute it. So they're kind of like browned a little bit, like nice and nice and brown. Then lay them out to cool. Then I will take organic ground turkey. So just like you're going to make a turkey burger, but I put these cooked veggies inside my turkey, my raw turkey, and then I cook that like patties. So it really ends up being like 50% turkey in the actual patty and then 50% of my mixed veggies. And it's so good. It makes it different and it's so easy to grab and go and reheat. And then I'm just not eating, you know, a slab of turkey with veggies on the side. It's just yummy. I'll do like a nice um, deli mustard or just an organic yellow mustard with it. And it's so good. Sometimes I'll just eat the patty or I'll make a big thing of it. I'll put it on a, um, a butter leaf lettuce and I'll put some caramelized onions on top and put some smashed avocado on top. And it is a delicious turkey burger, but it also has veggies packed inside. So those are, that's another great idea of a protein that you can prep ahead of time. It doesn't get gross in a couple days. Like it stays really well. So we make all these things. We roast our chicken. We get some turkey going. You could do a similar thing. You could do some grass-fed burger patties and do those ahead of time. Or you can make it more like taco meat. And you could even put some taco seasoning. I love like an organic. I like Siete Foods everything. Their chips, their seasonings. But they have some really clean seasonings that you could do and make a kind of a taco meat mixture with some grass-fed beef that's really good to keep in the fridge and use throughout the week and add it to other things. That's what I'm all about. So I'll take some zucchini noodles since those are really quick to make. I'll put some olive oil in a pan and I'll get those going. And then I'll use that as my base and put a bunch of stuff on top, whatever it is based on all these things we've made. Or you can do a simple veggie and chicken plate with something else. You can take veggies that you've prepared and your chicken and add something else to it. You can also make a big salad. I love doing this. I make huge salads. I make a salad that would like feed a family 
for lunch just because I love leafy greens and I like to add in a whole bunch of veggies on top. And I'll even put some nuts and I'll drizzle it with avocado oil and a little balsamic, some hemp seeds, just to like make it nice and full. Like I said, healthy eating should not be about depriving ourselves. It should be about fueling our bodies and eating when you're hungry. And when you're hungry, knowing that you have good options prepared, this healthy stuff is staring at you. So you choose that over, you know, hot Cheetos or Oreos. I also always chop up veggies that I use to dip in hummus. So I'll chop up carrots and celery. I'll wash them. I'll chop them. And then I'll store them in a mason jar with um, water so they stay really nice and crisp. And then I'll pull them out and I'll use it as a dip for with um, with hummus for like a yummy snack. Or I'll do that for the kids after school. And it, it's quick. It's easy to pull out. You know when everyone walks in and they're like, we're starving. It's like, no problem. Here you go. Here you go. I have easy stuff to grab and go. And of course, I make a lot of these things a little bit more kid-friendly when I'm doing it for the kids. But I use all the same base ingredients. I'll just add in more. I'll chop up the sweet potatoes and I'll do it with um, lots of avocado oil, get it nice so they can get nice and crispy and do fries or I'll do carrot fries. So then when they do want to have treats, I'm fine with it. I mean, I try to make them healthy, as healthy as possible, but I'm fine with it because I know that the base of what they're eating is so healthy and they're getting nutrients and vitamins and all the things they need to be happy and grow. And same thing with us. I really believe more than anything else with eating good food, good mood. Know what fuels your body, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel alive, um, what digests the best, what makes you sleep the best, all of it. I try to buy mostly organic everything, but I know this is not always practical. Um, For a big part of my life, it was cost prohibitive. I feel fortunate now that I'm able to do that, but also sometimes it's just hard to get. So a rule of thumb, if you're eating the skin of your fruit or vegetable, it's the most important to get organic. So if you're going to get an apple, you're eating the skin of that, You, it really should be a priority to get organic. But if it's something more like an orange where you peel it and then you eat the insides or a banana, it's not as crucial that it be organic. I also love frozen um, fruits and veggies to make smoothies or veggies to steam up real quick or to boil. That's another great way to um, food prep and to just make healthy meals quickly. I absolutely love food prep. I think that it makes healthy eating fun. And once you start doing a couple of these things, it just becomes easy. You figure out your groove, you figure out the things you like to prep, what you didn't eat that week, skip that the next week. I think it's all trial, trial and error listening to your body, but I think that doing it this way, prepping the ingredients versus prepping the meals makes it more fun, makes it more interesting. It takes less time on the prep day so you don't dread it and you can make different meals and get creative throughout the week. I think there's going to be less waste in your house and more consumption of those good, awesome, healthy foods that fuel us and keep us going all day and keep us happy and in a good mood and feeling good and growing and really getting those vitamins and minerals and nutrients and fiber and all the good things in so many foods that we have access to today. Thank you so much for listening. I want to talk. I want to do 100 podcasts all about healthy eating and food prep. So let me know what you want to hear next on this topic. I love it. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.